Welcome to The Rock Fight, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows, and sometimes agree to disagree. This is an outdoor podcast that aims for the head. I'm Colin True with a cold, and today on the show, I'm going to give you my reaction to the recent news that has come out of the outdoor industry about Outside Magazine and the University of Colorado Denver partnering on a new gear and apparel testing facility. But first, folks, it is unnew November. Before November 17th, head to geartrade.com, shop your little heart out, and at checkout, enter the promo code NOVEMBER20 to get an extra 20% off select gear trade items. And then click on the Sell Your Gear tab to learn about how to make money on the outdoor gear and apparel that you're not using. Check it all out at geartrade.com. All right, let's start the show. Okay, two elephants in the room. First, my voice is shot. I actually feel pretty good, but my kid brought a cold home last week. One of my kids did, and uh, it's sitting right on my vocal cords right now. So I'm going to go for a bike ride later, but right now, my voice is raspy. So you got to deal with that today. I apologize. Second, yeah, this is another outside-related rock fight, but you know what? The good folks at Outside Inc., just keep giving me stuff to chuck rocks at. So I feel it's my duty to the outdoor community to wind up a hunk of quartz and throw. Because this week outside announced a partnership with CU Denver. The press release put out by both parties states that, quote, a new world-class innovation lab for outdoor gear is coming to Denver, the University of Colorado, Colorado's leading public urban research university and outside interactive, the world's leading creator of active lifestyle content services, events, and experiences, today announced the creation of the outside lab at CU Denver. The center will be used for gear testing, education, brand consultation, workforce development, and product reviews. The lab will be located on the CU Denver campus in the heart of downtown Denver and will serve as an anchor for companies looking to test equipment. So I may be premature here with my opinions, and I've reached out to both CU Denver and outside to try and learn more about this, but here are my initial thoughts after reading this press release. The premise, as I understand it, is that brands can rely on this lab for performance testing that will lead to improved information about performance of their products. The lab will be run by the university and be available for brands to gain input on the performance of their products, and that information can then be distributed to the masses via the reach of outside. I'm probably most interested in talking to the folks at CU Denver because there's a ton of value for students who are learning the process of making things and in understanding material testing on a component and finished goods level. I don't know anything about CU Denver's College of Engineering, Computing, and Design, but if there's any crossover between what they do and what Utah State does with their outdoor design and development program, or Oregon has their sports product design program. And like those programs, CU has students looking for careers in product design and development. Having a testing lab is a good thing. The issue here is the promotion of this as something that will help inform the greater outdoor public. Because here's how things get made. A product is conceived at a brand or by an individual. And whether that product is a piece of apparel or gear or footwear, the next step is then to source the materials. Now, those materials come from a wide range of material makers who attempt to match, with the guidance of the individual or the brand, the right materials to achieve the intent of the product. And this is basically for everything, something as simple as a cotton t-shirt or as complicated as a shoe or backpack. Once the materials have been selected, they are manufactured and sent to the factory where the final product will be made. And according to the press release, The lab being established at CU Denver will, quote, test hard goods and apparel across all outdoor sports using specialized equipment and standardized methods 
as well as new test methods designed by the engineering faculty. Okay, but here's the thing. Any competent textile or material manufacturer has already done that work. And in fact, those test metrics are an important part of the design and development process. When I worked at PolarTech, one of the most impressive parts of touring the now long-gone mill in Lawrence, Massachusetts, was the testing lab, where any relevant feature of a fabric was tested again and again so that those standards could be applied in the design process by PolarTech's customers. Durability, breathability, abrasion, water resistance, absorption, anything can be done in there. And any maker worth buying from does the same. Call up Gore, Primaloft, Pertex, Cordura, Thinsulate, uh, Concept3, Kakona Labs, or any of the unbranded material makers in the world, and they'll tell you the same thing. And while I can't speak for everyone, it's pretty standard, at least in my experience, that any time a consumer brand needed material testing done, any of the makers would do it for them, a lot of times for free. Now, the press release specifically references smaller brands that don't have in-house testing, but in addition to their material partners, there are plenty of third-party options for those brands. But okay, fine, maybe this will be another option for those little guys looking for some technical feedback. Couple that with the experience that students can get, and maybe this is a worthwhile exercise. So what am I fighting about? Well, firstly, the premise is flawed that any lab testing can really make a difference to consumers because outdoor gear and apparel has never been more reliable. And that's because of the work that material makers and the product teams of brands have all put in over the past 30 plus years. We know how to make shit. The testing capabilities are easily accessed and broadly defined. So if there is a flaw in something that makes it to market, there is a chain to follow to figure out what happened. I don't see how sending goods to a student-run testing lab, gear that has already had to pass at least on the material test after test to prove it's up to specific standards, will provide any new information to consumers to inform their purchasing decisions. But again, for the sake of argument, Let's say this is worth it from a college educational standpoint. Well, then at that point, there is the outside ink of it all. They say their part in this is to take the lab data and when combined with their field testing data will, quote, yield the most comprehensive third-party reviews available to outdoor consumers and outside's monthly audience of 80 million active lifestyle enthusiasts, end quote. And then the press release ends with a solicitation to what I can only believe is outdoor brands by stating, quote, the lab is being built with industry needs in mind. The team is also working to sign up founding members who will be among the first to use the lab in 2024. End quote. <sighs> okay, I want to reiterate <laughs> that I have reached out to outside, and I hope to have someone on the show in the future to talk about this. But it's really hard not to view this as another half-baked idea along the lines of NFTs, their AI chatbot, and potentially the outdoor festival. It's great that the students can get some product testing experience, but what does outside get out of this? The opportunity for brands to pay to use the service? I don't want to overstep my bounds without getting all of the details, but there is a worst-case scenario of testing stuff without knowing the manufacturer's specs or tolerances or intentions, and again, I don't mean to be hyperbolic, but that could be a recipe for misinformation. Do I think that's what's going to happen here? No. But like most things with outside lately, we're left with more questions than answers, and like I've said before, this show, The Rock Fight, it's about dialogue. And someone from outside coming on The Rock Fight is clearly becoming my white whale interview. Because I want to view all the big swings they're taking as how I'm sure they're viewed internally. Which I can only assume is pushing outdoor media and the outdoor industry in new directions. But every time I hear about one of these new initiatives from outside, all I can see are the chinks in the armor. So I'll ask again, outside, hit me up. MyRockFight at gmail.com Also, see you Denver, same thing. 
myrockfight at gmail.com. And you, the listener, please email the show, myrockfight at gmail.com. All right, that's it for today. I'm going to spare you my voice any longer, but please sure to come back on Thursday for a very special episode of The Rock Fight. I'm very excited to share this conversation with you. Please follow or subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your pods. Your comment and rating is the single best way to support the show. So please leave a comment. Please rate the show. Please follow us. That's huge. The Rock Fight is a production of Rock Fight LLC. I'm raspy voice Colin True. Thanks for listening, and as always, here to take us out. Is Krista makes from Less Than Jake with the Rock Fight fight song. We'll see you next time, Rock Fighters. Rock fight.